Are you going to be traveling this summer? Well, if you are, the luggage you got to be traveling with is base. We are obsessed with our base weekender bags. Not only are they so chic, they've thought of everything to make your luggage perfect. This bag fits so much and I am a big packer. Okay. And there's also a compartment under it for your shoes. It's perfect. And they have so many other amazing luggage options. Oh yeah. We love base. Base was created by actress Shay Mitchell to make sleek and affordable bags, luggage and accessories designed to help you travel effortlessly while still looking fashionable. And base really has thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets uh, you need to keep organized. And base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. I think that speaks for itself. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, base has your personal items covered. Right now, base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash momdad. Go to basetravel.com slash momdad for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash momdad. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Well, welcome home, family. It's your mom, but your dad's your dad's at work today. Um, so obviously, I I had to so call in. <laughs> your other mother's back, <laughs> mommy dearest's back. <laughs> Evan's working, quote unquote. <laughs> I've poisoned him. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. You're Can't back. Believe it. Can't believe it. Can't believe it. Wild. I am crazy. Like, I'm tripping out right now because you walked in to the house and it felt like. Oh, yeah. It didn't feel uh, weird at no, all. No, I was like, we're, we're recording. <laughs> that's actually what I thought, too. I was like, oh, that's funny. It's been like f- five months, six months, uh-huh. six months, Dude, half a year. It's been half of a year oh yeah no i walked in and i was like well time to record it's like the puppies are saying hi you're going to the bathroom we're rolling <sighs> i in. know i know and it's been half of a year i know i know actually i definitely had that same thought where i was like and then we just sat down and i was like oh, fun just like getting to have a chat like haven't done this in a while but it really doesn't feel like half a year no, while don't even get me started on we'll go down a whole spiral <sighs> of how quickly time goes by i know We'll go into one of those things I again. I know. I know. <laughs> I just can't even believe it. <laughs> I know. I, I just, yeah, I don't Whatever. We talked about it like all of our last episodes, but I just still can't believe that we were doing it every single week for like four years. Four years. But it's funny then how six months passes and it's like, oh yeah, all right. Do you know that I've again. seen so many people say that they never listened to our last episode because they just couldn't. I know. I'm like, what the heck? It was, good episode. It was a great episode, but I do that too. I didn't watch the last episode of Friends for like 10 years because I just I couldn't bear to do it. What about Frenemies? Now, see, that one was drama. So you probably watched that one right when it came out. 
<laughs> also, I think they were able to end the was, podcast. So yeah. you're like, no, I'm it like, can't really be over. Ended twelve times. <laughs> so yes, I watched all of those. But anything that's like emotional and deep and all of this, I'm like, I, I, yeah. I, I can't. It, I can't watch it. So I can relate to that. I would always get that way with books. I read the Anne of Green Gables series, and I remember being like, the last book, I was like. You can no! never finish the last chapter. You can so never finish sad. it. Finish well, I didn't it. finish it. So now people can listen to this and be like, hey, guys. Yeah, now you can listen to our last episode. <laughs> yeah, no, you can because now you have this. Yeah. Because the last episode was so good. Yeah. I don't really remember what we talked about except like. I just remember feeling very emotional. Well, the end. We well, yeah, that was, that, yeah that's what I remember. That was sad. That was depressing. But, like, did we talk about topics and stuff? I mean, we kind of just like wrapped up how we felt. And where we felt like we were headed and like, I don't know. Yeah. We just kind of put it all out there. And yeah, because I think we were like, how are how are we supposed to like end? I don't know how you're supposed to end something. I don't know how you're supposed to end. (laughs) You don't know. Can I tell you something that's I'm just noticing looking at the cameras and this has nothing to do with what we were talking about. Yeah. But okay. Do you see how white under my eyes is? Yeah, it is. It looks like it's, it was a makeup technique to make the eyes like pop. No, it's not. And now it's actually concerning me, though, because under my eyes won't tan at all. Oh, my gosh. Don't freak me out. Don't come <laughs> here after six months and scare the shit out of me. And, and I'm now I'm getting paranoid. I'm Googling stuff noticing. to make sure you're fine. I was Googling the other day and there were some weird results. It said that it's there's potential that like the skin could be so damaged under my eyes that now it won't hold like melanation why is it Melanin. Da- why is it damaged i don't know from tanning or something oh yeah from back in the day with the tanning booths no i just mean like tanning just being outside oh. in the sun in general you used to do back in the day tanning booth <sighs> yeah. experience right yeah i mean every now and then if i'm feeling too pasty i'll still go i mean i don't care you know <laughs> but until it fucks up you know forget the potential uh repercussions life-altering repercussions but the under the eye thing is weird yeah, I thought it was makeup. No, maybe and it, people are like, "Why is it so bright?" Which I mean, that's nice, but also sometimes like, "Oh my god, why do you look so youthful and young?" And your <laughs> eyes are just they're just popping. Just what could it possibly no, but sometimes be? it's really like it looks like I wore sunglasses, but I don't ever wear sunglasses. Do you think maybe it's hormonal because you're pregnant? pregnant? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, I am so excited for Becca and I cannot wait to continue our conversation. But first, your dad had to pop in here quick post work. Hey kids. Uh, jump in to quick talk to you all about something. Listen, you all know that Evan and I are going to be busy playing Zelda for the next, you know, few months, 24 seven. So who has the time to look up recipes, go grocery shopping, and then prepare lengthy meals? Well, we don't have to worry about that because we use HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Yes, flavor is in full bloom at HelloFresh. Enjoy the taste of spring with chef-crafted recipes featuring ripe seasonal ingredients delivered right to your door. And HelloFresh does more than just delicious dinners. Not only can you take your pick from 40 weekly recipes, but you can choose over 100 different items to round out your order from snacks and easy lunches to desserts and pantry necessities. Everything arrives in one box on delivery day and you choose. Yes, I'm obsessed with their new fast and fresh meal option. They're delicious and they're ready in 15 minutes or less. They also have just such a wide variety of meal options to fit any lifestyle. And if you're like us and looking to check save money off your growing to-do list, well, HelloFresh is cheaper than grocery shopping and 25% cheaper than takeout. 
Go to HelloFresh.com slash MomDad16 and use code MomDad16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash MomDad16 and use code MomDad16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Okay, back to Becca. You know, I think people don't really, it's funny. I think when you have your third baby, people just don't care as much. Like, people really? Are like, you don't feel like you're getting as much? I mean, no, no, no. I'm just talking like, yeah, I, I would say just objectively speaking, yeah, way less attention with this pregnancy. You're like, how dare all of you? <laughs> Isn't it interesting how I did all of this for followers and likes and, and I'm not getting any of it? <laughs> no, uh, but I think people just don't. It's just not as impactful. Now, question though. Is it the people or do you feel like you're less Instagrammy? Because I feel like baby um, number three so far, you've been a little more <laughs> private, probably because you're also watching two children. And so you're a little bit busier. I think also when you've had other kids, you're sort of like, it's sort of, I mean, you, you'll get this. It's like when you look at back on it, you know, when you look on posting, you, you know, when you look back on your like 13 week bunk, bump picks and you're like cringe, like I didn't have a bump. And you were like two minutes pregnant. Like, I'm sh- I think I popped. Oh, no. I remember being like just finding out that I was pregnant and I was like, Evan, I can feel the baby kick. And Evan's like, it's not possible. <laughs> He's like, I'm not pregnant and I know it's not possible. I found an app that I don't remember the name of it. Um, that I logged into like two years after I had Ember. Yes. And it was an app where you could like post a photo of yourself every day and like talk to other people who were pregnant. And I was... Every day I was posting myself and I'm like, how, how big is my baby? Everyone tell me everything. No Anyone way. else? Anyone else preggers out here feeling the same way? Like I was just trying to like get all the people like, let's commute and have a great time. And I was posting <laughs> I every five that. seconds, but I love it. I now I can't, I don't know what the app is, so I can't log into it, but I wish I had all those photos. Oh That's the only thing. Oh, I'm like, yeah. I look back on it sometimes and I go, wow, some of your posts were a little over the top, but. It's yeah, so nice it's to have the photos. I'm like, <sighs> that is true. When I look back, actually, even on my first pregnancy, sometimes I'm like, oh, what was my belly like at 15 weeks? And I'm like, oh, like, you know, I can't find it. I guess I didn't take a picture of that week or whatever. So it's funny because I guess there's two sides of it where one, I want to savor it. But then also, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, guess, also I guess, have the, the two children that you're taking yeah. care of. Yeah, but I think like, I, th- I think to be honest... I had even less time to do stuff when I was pregnant with Frank. Um, oh, you mean <laughs> that was a wild time? That was COVID, you know, Grace Gym, the podcast. Like that you was all that of was a your lot. all of your and Grace ventures and yeah. the full shutdown and you having to this this okay. And this she was, was a seven journey. months old when I got pregnant. You know, so you seven have months old. She was little, a seven month old little one. This is a fun behind the scenes that I don't think we ever really talked about with the broads at the time was during the COVID times, obviously we couldn't see each other. Mm -hmm. So you were having to do like normally we would have Evan or Lee setting up everything. Oh, yeah. Before every podcast, you were having to be like audio director and like making sure everything was being recorded because we wanted good sound (laughs) And it wasn't always. God bless Evan. It was not always being done properly. You'd have like an hour before that you guys were on FaceTime setting up something would crash we'd have to oh re-record and so then that would like triple the oh, workload you know what and what also sucked was just like uh because ruth was so little and then yeah because 
yeah, she wasn't in any childcare or anything. So she would be like in the other room. So then I was like crammed in the master bedroom, like trying to set up the camera. But I, everyone was going through that with COVID at the same time, though. Everyone was doing it. People, were, people The fact that people had to like do their nine to fives from home with their kids trying to keep them on on online schooling can, is nuts. Can you I mean, imagine? That is, nuts. that is like the massive shout out to anyone listening who was having to do anything like that because I can't imagine. I think and then that was so many people that were having to do that. So like, many people. I was just so grateful because Ember was like right at the cutoff that she was, it was right before kindergarten. Oh yeah. So I was like, I'm not going to be able to do this. I am not a qualified teacher. Bless those who will be homeschooling out there. Well, not to mention, like, it's it wasn't even homeschooling. It was like, you're going to have to make sure your kid sits in front of the computer for eight hours today. <laughs> That's crazy. And you're like, this kid is six and they're supposed to sit still in their chair watching a Zoom for this long? Yeah. Madness. And interact with their Zoom classmates. That's nuts. That's nuts. That is actually kind of a crazy timestamp to have videoed in, out, like, looking back now that we had the podcast through that yeah. to like look back on episodes and be like oh my gosh we have like documented personal mm. diaries essentially of like what was going on yeah yeah i know i remember like calling a customer service line and the lady being like excuse the rooster in the back like i think she was literally <laughs> sitting on her porch like trying to help me with i don't know some sort of like something wrong with my computer program or whatever and there's like a rooster crowing in her backyard just, <laughs> everyone was just was like, like wow, sorry this well, is work from all, home that was when all the zoom videos were coming out where the people had like no pants on and all of those videos oh were getting leaked God. i was like stop shaming everybody for just trying to function right, during this time okay let them not wear pants did we talk about that one guy who accidentally we didn't we talk about that that one guy who accidentally like didn't shut off his camera when during he the was break? jerking off oh, no. oh, yeah. so horrible and i actually <laughs> felt bad for that guy everyone was <laughs> everyone was really going at him but i felt bad I'm like he didn't do it on purpose he forgot to shut off his camera he's just trying to do a little five minutes of self-care i was like, I was like trust me <laughs> i'm like he lost his job I he mean, lost his job. I mean, I guess, yeah. Understandable. Yeah. But but people were, like, trying to tell him, like, your camera's on, and he didn't have the sound on. So, like, people were trying to tell him. It's a little bit like, well, um, you're going to lose your job, first of all, because you don't have the sound on during your meeting, and you're supposed to. And then also, you know. Hold- no, it was, it was in between the meeting. Oh. It was like in the break. It was during the break. I guess it was it was bad judgment. But also, he was like an older man. I guess really... buddy needs to work on self control a little bit. <laughs> I think self control might be on the the to do list. <laughs> Maybe just keep it in your pants for a oh, few man. minutes. Oh, not go there. Oh, anyway, so yeah, how did we get off on that? Yeah, that was when I was pregnant with Frank. So that was, but you know what? That pregnancy, I really did like a lot of bump picks. I was doing like a lot of content. It was, it was, I had fun with that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess with Ruth, I did wait until I think the same amount of time. I think I was around 17 or 18 weeks when I announced I was pregnant with Ruth. I didn't mean to wait that long this time around, but I had to finish my claymation video. I was going to say, so because that was breathing down my neck. Because so I could only announce it once I finished that. Because you told me, which by the way, oh my God, yeah. You sh- fully shocked me fully shocked me yeah really you were totally no but you said you said that you had said to evan no i had okay, told okay, evan okay. so i i oh, had a feeling that you had been posting a few things online like i don't know videos when you're talking into the camera 
And there was something about your energy uh-huh. that I'm like, Becca's pregnant. Uh-huh. Like she's pregnant. I can just feel it. I know pregnant Becca. I've been it's with so pregnant. Other people have said that. I mean, they don't know me like you know me, but people have said that online too. Like, oh, you've got, you had the, you had the glow. Vet, there was Becca vibe. I'm there like, was a vibe. You that? have a vibe when you're pregnant. And oh. so I was like, there was something I was like, she's pregnant. She's pregnant. But I was also like, no, she's not pregnant. Right. Like, I don't know. But I was saying that to Evan. But I thought maybe you were pregnant and didn't know yet. And oh, then yeah. one of the announcements was going to be, I thought it was TV. Oh, man, I wish. Speaking of which, I want to get your take on this. Yes. God, I do miss podcasting so much. <laughs> also, I love these chairs. We, God damn it, Jess, I wish we had switched to this. They're so much more comfortable than that goddamn blue couch. <laughs> when you would sink into the couch slowly. The thing about the couch that I've realized, <sighs> this is way more conducive to podcasting yes. because you get too sleepy on the couch. Also, you're actually like, you know, my, my, oh God, the trauma my back went through. But you know what? We always talked about renovating and then neither of us actually ever did something. I said I was going to do something. I never did. So well, it's no one's fault. But we always talked about like, I was like, I think we need chairs. No, we, we needed chairs. I would get too sleepy on the couch. Well, and you just kind of, yeah, you really start like sliding back. And then you, you also in. have to like consciously like swivel your body yes. on the couch to yes. like face the no, other you're person looking, and then the camera and then the <sighs> mic and it's a whole thing anyway love these chairs are really comfortable <laughs> thank you so much i don't know where evan got them Evan's i was gonna say everything. you didn't you didn't get them for free so you should don't shout out who no. made them <laughs> don't <laughs> no give them that free, free advertising <laughs> it is really they're really so comfortable um oh yeah okay <sighs> this is what i was thinking lately because i have a oh god We've been working on that scripted show. It's not a reality show at all. It's just like literally a, a scripted. It's At this point, it's not even it has nothing to even do with me. It's just a scripted show that I've been working on with this like writer and producers in this network for like years now. Nothing's probably going to ever happen with it because don't say that's that. just, don't say that. Don't say that. Put it into put the good energy into the universe. That's called it will happen. Universe reverse psychology. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. That's a thing now. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, you're not on manifesting two point. Oh, you're you gotta. Like, you're fuck way with the behind. Yeah, now you're gonna do reverse psychology. Yes. That's how it works. Tempt God and the universe to do what you say. Be like isn't God. You won't fucking do this. Yeah. You won't do it. You the TV show won't happen. But really, it has been quite a while. But anyway, um, that aside, we've been working on uh, like refining a pitch lately. And and then I was realizing like, oh, like really anyone? I mean, you could do it, too. If anyone has literally any connection or in to people who produce TV, work in TV or whatever, like you can put together a pitch for a show, you know, like, yeah anyone not obviously not anyone but you know what i'm talking about like in our industry like you could i could like we could put together with visuals and a whole like storyboard could like pitch a, re- a reality show like if you had a real idea for a reality show you i'm could like do i got it. ideas but the idea of of then doing a full like deck yeah. a full pitch i'm like well it sounds intimidating until yeah. you see how people put these together because i've been seeing the pitches in your eye and literally i'm like well I would change this. I would do this like this. I mean, trust me, it's not as it, this is what I'm saying. It's not as fleshed out and professional as you might think. Well, I'm going to start pitching. <laughs> you should because your people are literally Googling images and like bringing them into a PowerPoint for the pitch. Okay? <laughs> like, I have a vision. My two docs. <laughs> it's just like it's a, Picture this <laughs> reality TV about Ashley. my Ashley. just a next door girl meets a 
uh, uh, city. Well, Arthur wasn't quite a city boy, but he was a <laughs> an alley RV dog. RV alley dog. We call it Lady in the Tramp, <laughs> <laughs> and it's a reality concept. TV, and the camera follows them around. It's riveting, but only we, to Jessica. <laughs> and we have voice actors dubbing over there. Well, you know that is popular on TikTok. You know when people do the voice, yeah, they yeah. like come on. You know that funny little yeah, voice. Where it's like, morning. yeah, it's like. Yeah. Good morning. Like I wake up with these, you know, listen, idiots, a, a kid's show where it's the reality TV show of the dogs with voiceover. Not a bad idea. Well, it's kind of nice and slow too. like that's yeah, that's a good one for like walking through the day in the life of the because dog. so many of the kids shows stress me out. Yeah, because they're, they're so wild. And I'm like, we're trying to take the energy down a notch. I, oh, I know. Not make more of a tornado right I now. Know. Gray started showing the kids Power Rangers and it like. Even that one, even though it's from the 90s, it's literally like, no, it's crazy. Like, <laughs> after 20 minutes of it, the kids are like knocking They're over twitching. shit. I'm like, OK, stop. This is too much. This is way too much. They're obsessed with it, though. Um, anyway, so I want to hear your thoughts on these three ideas. Oh, my God. I love it. You have to pull the audience as well. Business but, meeting, please. But pitch. now I've been thinking about. Yeah, like, well, see, because there's different routes that reality could go because you could do like light investigative journalism like documentary style right sure. okay so like my father-in-law was like oh you should do it on homeschooling where you like travel around the country and you can like see different ways that people are doing homeschooling and sort of like compare them and like that's see the ultra re- religious sex you know versus versus people who are doing like outdoor unschooling versus people who are doing just kind of normal charter homeschooling and like but just have that be you know 60 minutes is a serious comparison, but you know what I'm talking about. Like in that style, being a TLC type of show. Sure. Or maybe do like discovery channel or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Discovery plus, but then, you know, it would be like, you know, that's the kind of style where it's just straightforward. It's like, Oh, I grew up being homeschooled and like now like post COVID more families than ever are like trying out homeschooling. Like, but which of the, you know, what methods are actually result in like the best outcomes for kids, future schooling? Like let's go around the country and see where, you know, I like that. I that like kind that. of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's, I'll there, do a, I'll do an like ITM that. at one point. There we go. Okay. <laughs> I'll be like, here are the downsides. <laughs> the upside is mama used to take me to so many plays and museums. <laughs> yeah. Right. Culture. Culture. Um, <laughs> I think the upside of that kind of thing, one, my father-in-law was just like, oh, I think that topic, like no one's really talking about that right now. So that's kind of like a good idea. But they could be. But they could be. Well, exactly. Well, that's his point. Like it hasn't been done really yet. Yeah. So he's like, that's a good idea. But the downside of that is less drama, less fun for me, because then I'm just, you know, it'd be fun to travel and interview people. But For sure. But what about you take bunch of different varieties of homeschooling families put them in a room <laughs> and have a big brother style <laughs> for, for two months yeah. and see who educates their child best Hidden in cameras. <laughs> oh, oh my god yeah and i'm the host and then i dub someone the best homeschooling parent at the end of it isn't that a good idea okay so there's that but then or what if we did okay and then there's the next tier where it's in between that and reality where like what if we all it had what half was showing us like traveling around the country you know like in a van or in a truck or whatever like that you know that kind of thing you're sort of seeing us travel with our little family and then interviewing people who have you know naturally built or off-grid homes or compounds so kind of traveling around like exploring that oh these people have you know, an Earthship home in New Mexico or this person, you know, Cobb House in Oregon. How are they living? Just kind of like 
exploring people's different like off grid lifestyles while traveling as a family. You know that I have been a proponent of you hosting a show that that has to do with, you know, different forms of architecture. That'd be cool. And everything. Or we take it like full reality style where it's us and our friends trying to start like Andy and Veronica trying to like start a compound like in Mexico and it's showing like us living in tents and all just like the drama and, uh, and like, you know and farm, like, trying to like farm because getting Andy's like, a vegetable farmer getting like your different like fa- like discovering the different families who are going to be on the compound with you auditioning yeah. the families or just like trying to create one with between our two families and like all the drama that's inevitably going to ensue with that. I mean, my friend Veronica actually has, she just told me recently, she actually has a background. She grew up in Mexico city and lived in Mexico city. And she was on a show in her early twenties called love in Mexico city when she and her first husband were divorcing. And she said it actually caused a lot of drama in their friend group because while they were divorcing, they were telling all their friends, like we're consciously uncoupling, we're doing like creative divorce. But then when the show came out, like the reality show, it was just them (laughs) just being horrible to each other. And all their friends were like, Oh my God, you guys have been going around talking about how you're like doing all this conscious creative divorce. You're like, we had to give them the drama for the show. each other that's the thing about reality tv so well you know i always like the drama (laughs) okay family quick pause back to the parents listen i'm sure we've talked about this before but my favorite thing about school was always the learning part and now as an adult i miss taking all those classes and i want to move forward in my adult life focusing on a continuing lifelong learning journey which is why I love Masterclass. Masterclass is seriously incredible. I'm talking cinema quality classes that give you unparalleled access to renowned instructors. I mean, the best of the best. And these lessons range from specifically showing you how to execute a technique to an instructor's insights and their craft that can be translated across so many fields and disciplines. Masterclass is accessible on your phone, web, or smart TV, offering classes on a wide variety of topics, all taught by world-class instructors at the top of their fields. Each class is broken out into individual video lessons, usually around 10 minutes long, and members can explore uh, at their own pace. And each class is supported by downloadable materials, class guides, recipes, and more. I love that you can just go at your own pace and learn on your own time. And the classes offered at Masterclass, um, wow, incredible. I'm talking learning about songwriting and producing with Alicia Keys, comedy with Steve Martin, creating change with Malala, and so much more. Over 180 exclusive classes taught by the instructors you know and love. I've been taking a class on the power of storytelling with LeVar Burton, and I'm loving it and soaking it up. It's amazing. It's seriously incredible. I highly recommend you guys check it out. Uh, Get unlimited access to every class. And as a Your Mom and Dad listener, you can get up to 35% off for Mother's Day. Go to masterclass.com slash momdad now. That's masterclass.com slash momdad to get up to 35% off for Mother's Day. What a great mother's day gift seriously support for today's episode comes from jenny kane calling all mamas and mothering figures this is your month baby and jenny kane makes for the perfect gift for you and those people in your life i'll speak for myself i love jenny kane and their items that combine the minimalism with luxury with their classic california inspired clothes it's amazing my jenny kane pieces are my forever pieces the quality is unreal the feel is incredible and the styles are ones that last for forever i know i'm 
always going to have, for example, my cashmere cocoon sweater for the rest of my life. It's always going to be in style. And I don't ever want to take that thing off because it is so comfortable. Oh, so soft. I, and I love my sweatshirt from Jenny Kane, too. Mm-hmm. You have to check out their website. They have so many beautiful pieces. And if I get Jess a gift from Jenny Kane, it will always be a hit. It's very true. It's very true. Their sweaters, their shoes, like their mules and leather knot sandals. They're so comfortable and simultaneously so chic and go with everything. And by the way, no matter the season, their dresses are the it item and you will get all the compliments. Their Riviera slip dress is the definition of luxury and their cove dress is so effortless to style. You can just feel the difference. Honestly, work errands or a night out on the town. Jenny Kane is a go-to for easy everyday outfitting. Whether this is a gift for you or for the mom in your life, Jenny Kane will not disappoint. Find your forever pieces at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code MOMDAD at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code MOMDAD. JennyKane.com, promo code MOMDAD. Mamas, this is your month. You deserve it. So whatever. Why isn't that being done? I feel like there should be more like compound commune drama reality shows listen i feel like there are there are so many untapped potential reality tv shows that people would absolutely love and potential i mean because even like when you have again like the tlcs and uh the uh the home network and everything like those are forms of reality tv when people are getting they're choosing houses and getting those shows boom i know have you seen the shows on magnolia network because actually they have like a lot of like natural build home shows so. now. I maybe. think it might be on, maybe it's on its own network, but. But I'm like, there's so many untapped resources mm-hmm. that you could be diving into. I'm interested in watching all sorts of different reality TV, but it's like we yeah. do the same print constantly over know, and over like again. Casting young, hot singles on a beach. Yeah. I'm like, How many young, hot singles <laughs> on a beach can we watch? I'm like, I need a little bit of a different reality. <laughs> What about what about people my age? For the love yeah. of God! What about not so young, hot couples and their kids trying to live off grid? I mean, there's so much drama to be had. With so that. much drama. Also, we're still waiting to see the Senior Bachelor show. Yeah, what the? F- they said that they were casting and they're starting, but I don't believe it. I believe nothing <sighs> until I see it. Until I see it, it doesn't exist because I need the Senior Bachelor. God, I want that too. It'd be Why so isn't good. any show doing those like senior dating? I don't know. All you have to know about is senior living centers and know how much drama and scandal goes on IRL there. And you know, it's the perfect reality TV show. Yeah, they should do like Vanderpump Rules, but it's at a (laughs) retirement home, you know, or like, you know, uh, Mediterranean (laughs) on deck. So it's like the retirement home workers being like, well, you know, the people who work there being like, well, Sandra was spotted in Harry's room the other night. Oh, my God. And then it shows like Sandra like sneaking out <laughs> in the morning with her walker out of Harry's room. I mean, I love that. Let's pitch that. <laughs> I mean, I'm in for real, though. The only problem is then people don't like when people are dying and stuff like that. And, you know, that happens. That's it always sucks when your cast what, member dies like four that, months into filming. That's probably part of the tragic <laughs> piece of it. That's for sure. But a VPR in a retirement community you have your like you know the hottest one you have the most you have the scandal of all of it all you've got the tom right you got, i mean there's it's, always got to be someone who's dating their their dead husband's best friend right like i'm sure a that's a thing percent. that happens all the time and i know that there's like it's threesome galore i've heard firsthand from people who work 
that well, it is scant because it's when like, you know you're knocking at death's door what's holding you back well right? again you know I, like annie letterman once said in the what was the phrase she used we loved it in the uh, the sunset of your life or something like that. It's like, well, what do you... Live it up. Live it up. You know what, though? This... Du- we were talking... I think we were talking about this when we went out to dinner recently. On Real Housewives, they are trying to bring the age younger on this show. And we don't want Don't younger. even get me started about how mad I am about the new Real Housewives of New York with the younger women. Why like, do they make a whole new cast? The cast, I believe is like a bunch of incredible, powerful women that I'm like, this looks like it's going to be inspirational, but that's not what I'm, I'm not tuning in. We don't want good people on Real Housewives. My God. (laughs) I want a nightmare. (laughs) I want to watch a train wreck. And the Real Housewives of New York was like the pinnacle of that. Well, don't worry. Dorinda still just thinks she's on pause. So she's going to think she's on pause. Oh my God. But even on Beverly Hills. So I'm halfway through the most recent season. Oh my God. But even just the younger like crystal just bring back on the 50 something year olds who are out of touch <laughs> and have problematic political opinions let me be mad about something okay oh let my me God. be justifiably mad for. about this okay oh yeah and crystal don't get me started on crystal yeah then when they're in mexico and she's like well I, why would i ever spend so much money on a glam squad and i'm like this is not what we watch Real Housewives for. We want women who are going through practically bankruptcy, like Erica, to, yes. to still be paying $5,000 a day for their glam. I want people who are spending every penny that they have to get full <laughs> glam so that every time they walk out, I'm like, what are they going to wear? And in my brain, I'm going, I know how much basic hair and makeup costs. Like, like she, you're bringing on wardrobe stylists with you? And on flights with hotel rooms? Oh my God. I want to, I want my mind to be boggled. Yeah. I want to be disgusted. <laughs> I want to be, be appalled. <laughs> I want to be sick. Uh, but anyway. Um, okay, so it wasn't a reality TV show that you were, that the surprise was about. No, oh yeah, back to that. Even though I'm assuming you're still down for that since we're pitching. Yes. I know, I was on an interview the other day with um, Ben and Ashley for Almost Famous and Ben was like, but you, I saw that, but like, you wouldn't ever want to do reality TV again, right? And I was like... And you're like, sir... Clearly you don't <laughs> know me, and I'm offended. Like, what do you mean? Why do you think I went on it in the first place? You're like, no, bring it on. But also when it's under your supervision... Like, if I'm producing it... That's then. a very different energy than you being stuck in a situation. Look, and do you think I'm going to make myself look like an angel? No, but no. it is very different than not being paid. Let's get that straight. That's the thing about it. Oh, my God. Um, But I was surprised because I thought that you maybe didn't know you were pregnant. And I'm like, am I picking up some energy? And then I thought maybe I was going to wow you at one point and be like, take a pregnancy (laughs) test. (laughs) And I've been having dreams about it. (laughs) I was like, I felt this energy. So then you were like, let's meet up for dinner. I know. And you... This surprised only, me with your belly guys this is only like two days i think before i announced it on instagram i was like god damn it because then i was like okay gotta tell her in person like what am i supposed to do a voice memo telling you and then i was like oh let's get on the phone but i'm like i can't tell just over the phone no just, i was so happy it was in person because yeah, then too. i got to see you and i was just so excited know, and too. it was just like i don't know just like a flood of crazy emotion to me mm. because again it was like we started the podcast, you were pregnant, and then you had Frank, and then we end it. And it was almost like a bookmark on the Real. past, like this chunk of time where it was like, you start pregnant, 
pregnant in the middle and then, you know, a few months after the podcast because you're how many months now? Uh, I'm like almost 20. I guess when this comes out, it'll be almost 20 weeks. Okay. The 20 weeks on Saturday. So, you know, four and a half months. Wow. I know. Yeah. So that was just like a little bit after the podcast ended. <sighs> mm-hmm. And well, and even with Ruth, you know, we started the podcast when I was pregnant, but I don't think that it, uh, it, it really took off during Colton season and I, and I gave birth to her during Colton season. Oh yeah. I think. Yeah, you yeah, did. Yeah, I think so. You did because you were back in the saddle right away. Oh yeah. Away. <laughs> and I think I remember that you and Evan did an episode where you guys were like talking about him being an alien, alien and yeah, all that. Yeah, like yeah, while yeah. I was gone, I still remember that. So, yeah, definitely like a bookend. Pretty crazy. How are you feeling? Mm, like about the, like with the pregnancy? Let's go both. Physically, <laughs> oh, how God. are you feeling? Um, physically, I have never had so much energy in a pregnancy as of like the last few weeks you know the first trimester it was just like the usual blahness like I didn't want to everything sounded disgusting to eat I kept wanting to eat out because then I could like look at a menu of 30 things and be like that's the thing yeah, that I yeah. want you know like every day I'd look <laughs> in the fridge and just be like oh disgusting like oh and I would be falling asleep at like 7 p.m. every night with the kids. Just like normal first trimester stuff. I didn't throw up at all, though. This is the... No, I guess I didn't throw up at all when I was pregnant with Frank either. Um, so that was nice. Just like low-grade nausea for the first 12 to 14 weeks, which isn't fun, but there's no. worse. Um, but then I'd say like around 15, 16 weeks, so like the last month or so, I just really got like a burst of second trimester energy. Like I would say even... I like to stay active, obviously, but even when I'm not pregnant, I am actually like not super motivated about like exercising. Like I I know that you might be like, oh, what? But like even when I'm not pregnant, maybe I exercise like once or twice a week. Like it might seem like more, but that I don't. That was one of the things that made me question, like maybe I'm wrong about her pregnancy when you were like, I'm going on a run. I just, I don't know. I've been so motivated like, like, the last five or six weeks. You're working out. Yeah, I just, I don't know why. I think maybe like... I feel really grateful after feeling like shit for the first trimester, but I don't know. I haven't felt that way with any of my other pregnancies. Like I stayed fairly active with Frank. Um, I didn't really do anything when I was pregnant with Ruth, like exercise wise. But yeah, this time I, I don't know. I just have like a burst of like wanting to, to like, and I haven't been climbing in honestly years. Like every once in a while I'll post about it, but I haven't like consistently gone climbing for a long time like pre-Ruth probably but now this pregnancy I'm like oh I want to get back like rope climbing and so that's felt amazing it's been fun to have that so I feel good feel really good how's the emotional how do you feel again first trimester was definitely the worst it's just like yeah very like weepy about random things Uh (laughs) um not the worst, you know, it's just different where you're like, why? Like, very cliche. Like, why am I crying about this? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the, this commercial, you know, or whatever. Oh, my God. Um, but emotionally, I feel good. Yeah. Yeah. I feel good. I, when we got together and you told me, I was thinking about how, and we talked about it a little bit, but I was thinking about how this is the first pregnancy where I don't feel like you're going a million miles a minute. Oh, yeah. Right. Because the last two. Well, yeah. 
I mean, you're still you. Like <laughs> I, definitely, I definitely still feel like it. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I'll say you're this. You're still doing a million things. But I felt like with Ruth and Frank, it was like, I don't know how you're functioning yeah. right now. I, I, to be honest, I don't ever remember feeling that way. I remember feeling that way um, right before we started getting consistent childcare, probably like this point it was probably two years ago it was when frank was a little under a year old i remember having some consistent breakdowns where i was just like i am like constantly trying to get everything i need to done while they're like napping which sometimes they wake up like you know 35 minutes in or they don't get a bed on time and like i just don't have i just felt like i had no time to do anything that I needed to do. I think that was a time where I remember really being like feeling like I was pulled razor thin. And, but you know, during the pregnancies, um, maybe hindsight is like, maybe I'm romanticizing the past, but I don't remember feeling that. I don't remember ever feeling that way. I don't, I never got the vibe that you felt that way. (laughs) I was just, I was always projecting where I'm like, I don't know how she's doing now. Granted, we're also not, texting 24 7 like we used to so we I'm are not, seeing each I'm other not, once a week that's it and i'm not hearing them when yeah. we're trying to book where i'm hearing your insane schedule so maybe it's the same yeah. and i just don't know about it because no, i'm just like no i definitely have a lot more like um i'd say i have a lot more like scheduling i feel like i have more scheduling freedom to like work within and i think i'm just getting in a better because my brain's spotting therapy you guys all these days i'll make the youtube about it but i just feel like i'm just getting in a like for the first time in my life i'm actually like oh what if i plan ahead and like film this content on monday and like edit it on tuesday and then on wednesday like that'll be my day where i you know do my drive around errands and like yeah it's the first time where i feel like i've actually gotten a rhythm because i I'm I've always been I think you and I are similar this way like a fly by the seat of our pants kind of people uh-huh. where we just like well let's do that you know uh-huh. yeah I'm trying to work on that yeah <laughs> planning beyond just the last minute always yeah like if I plan you know if I plan what we're gonna eat Thursday night I'm like okay like oh I can't I can't me, imagine you know? any sort of like prepping beforehand it's always like, like wow we should have eaten 30 minutes ago what do we eat now no I think that's normal for a lot of people yeah. so I don't know I'm trying to to or I, I've seen myself starting to develop some of those skills, so that's exciting. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wait till I'm forty. <laughs> You're like just you wait. wait. The things I could do. <laughs> well, how have you been since we ended everything? Like, how's life felt? Man. Yeah, the last six months. I mean, I guess it's crazy. Six months. I guess that's crazy because yeah, I mean, I was off. It's so funny because people always think like. Or people were like, oh, you're pregnant during your social media break. Or like, were you filming something? But I think people forget that I did that last year. And like, I'm going to do it this year again. Like, oh, yes. I always take six weeks off of Instagram. I saw people media. being like, she's going on a reality TV oh, yeah. show. Like, I was like, oh, I wish. <laughs> you're, like <laughs> you're like, I wish. But no, I think. When are they going to get me on the traders? <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, there's a new show. What? I don't know if you saw it. That... Um, uh, what's his face? Oh my gosh, why am I blinking out? Elon and huh? Bill Dixon oh, are I think producing. I saw that. What is it? It's called The Goat, 
and it is a reality TV star competition to see who is the best reality TV star. <laughs> and they didn't invite me to audition for that? I'm like, I don't know, girl, next season that might be calling your name because they have different people from like uh, Jill Zarin. It's like Real Housewives. They have Tasha, Joe. They have Alyssa Edwards from RuPaul. Tasha and Joe. Get Joe. No one cares about Joe on <laughs> like, reality TV it's anymore. For His stick is Becca. up. <laughs> Yeah. Everyone was like, where is he on clickbait? He just disappeared for like weeks oh, and didn't address so anything. Funny. But no, he... Tasha's not on clickbait? Was she on clickbait? She left. What's the one with Becca Kate? Well, she's pregnant too. I know. We're, I think we're due like the same time. I know. Your season, baby. Crazy. I like <laughs> everyone. I Trust me. I know. Trust. I was thinking my season. Not only that, but... And it's no shade at all. Obviously, I'm a part of it. But people who have gotten had kids out of before getting married. I know. But you you guys, your announcement was like two days apart. So I, I think you guys are fairly close too. she's lying. She just wanted to like, you know, <laughs> hop on my coattails. No, I'm just kidding. I think no, I think she's due in September. That's so wild. so, um, so wild. she kept it under wraps for a while, too. So that's cool. Congrats to her. I know. I know. It's so exciting. So many. Yeah, but babies um, from our season. so many babies. But. Yeah, this show, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's perfect for you. And season two, that's when it'll have more traction, you exactly. know? Exactly. Right? Exactly. If it gets they'll, they'll, they'll figure out the kinks and, you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever uh, challenges they have. But apparently it's going to be like, you know, social media challenges, physical challenge, because they have people on from Survivor and, and all sorts of shows that involve like physical challenges too. What do they do when there's like social media challenges? Like who can get the most engagement on something? Maybe, like... maybe it's like who can get the most followers in a day? Oh. Like new fall in oh, a gosh, day? I, I don't know. Get that. <laughs> How about most comments on a post? That <laughs> might be part of the engagement. I could do that. <laughs> like that you could do. <laughs> I could do. I also lost the most followers out of everyone. So I don't know if that factors in, but. Yeah. Okay. Into consideration. Okay, that's fun. So that might be your season. Well, and it's cool. Elon and Bill Dixon. So I'm like. Anyway, we got off track. So yeah, that that was the six yes. weeks after. Um, but I did, I did find out I was pregnant during that time. Probably like a week before I got back on social media. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Life doesn't feel that different. I kind of you know what though I do miss doing the podcast but also like the way people get worked up about stuff occasionally on Instagram like I feel like it really has to be provoked but on the podcast I think that's one of the most stressful things about podcasting is like you won't even be trying to provoke something you know and you say something offhandedly and then like you know hundreds of people latch on so I think always sort of managing that with like each other uh, and managing each other's emotions with that and the audience and all that. I think that is a part of podcasting that I've been glad to take a break from. I think people sometimes don't realize like behind the scenes when you have more than one host when something like that comes up, right? You have two different people who are trying to figure out who have two different opinions trying to figure yeah. out what are what do we do from here? You're trying to like create symbiosis behind the scenes. Yeah. And even if we're on the same page with what to do, it still is like emotional energy to like support each other in it, be going through it as individuals, you know, and of all course. that. 
it's um it's just like a whole thing so it is funny sometimes where i'm like oh like the internet has been like relatively peaceful like without chatty broads sorry to say but man sometimes things would get nuts yeah it's been pretty quiet so, <laughs> so it's i think been that's quiet. one thing that's different to be honest um you don't have all the anxiety <laughs> yeah yeah honestly there's a lot less anxiety you're like it's a peaceful pregnancy <laughs> but but i also just miss it because it's a fun place to i don't know just like bring up stuff you want to shoot the shit about which just isn't really something you can do on instagram or really you know sometimes you want to shoot the shit and share your opinions with people and hear their opinions back it is so different um, with long form yeah so much different than long yeah. form. so i i miss that and obviously it was always fun getting especially you know when you and i would be like oh, i can't wait to like talk about that like oh yeah and i'd be i'd be waiting you know I'm like oh wednesday just like, waiting oh we were talking the other day about there's still there's still a few guests out there that i'm like i oh, want to yeah. get and i've already told them like evan here's the fact of the matter if i were to pull this guest like becca has to come on with me oh, I'd love and to. you gotta be kicked out because i'm like I, that energy i'm like i want to have certain <sighs> guests where it's me and you there were some, yeah, we were talking about, Jess and I were talking about that recently. Like, oh, there were some guests where it was just so fun. And you'd come out two hours later just being like, wow, that was like a great interview. I mean, all that. Yeah. So that, all that was really fun. And, you know, I'm like, where am I supposed to talk about Vanderpump? You know, or like <sighs> things like that. I know. I know. Are you guys are you guys covering are you going to go what what are you doing Officially next week we are going to do an episode that's kind of like history recap up to date episode okay. to just if anyone hasn't been following it to be like this is what's going on and here's all the latest tea behind nice. the scenes stuff and then the week after that we're starting just the the, the finale and yeah, then the I know it's cuz of the finale isn't it like four parts or something? It's, or the reunion's four parts? The f- reunion is numerous parts, but then they have the finale, and then I think the reunion's three parts. But then there's also going to be, I believe Andy Cohen is doing separate interviews with different people on Peacock and like having like hour-long sit-downs cool. with different people. So there's just so much. And so I'm like, we're going to hop on to the very end with the finale and the reunion because those are always the best parts anyways. Yeah. And then you're fully up to date with all the drama that's been going down. You guys should also talk about next week, like some of the background with like, you, you know, a lot of people don't know how Tom and Ariana got together in the first place. I mean, that's a huge thing. You know, there's like also back backstory there's a lot years ago well and i am a new vanderpump watcher you never watched like never? i watched the first season like kind of and okay. every once in a while i'd see an episode but it never locked me in and then probably about two weeks before scandaval broke my friend katie was like you need like just you got to watch vanderpump you got to watch vanderpump and i was staying with her and i was like okay fine and we started watching and i'm like I love this so much. Oh my god, I used to watch it all the time when I would do laundry as a nanny. Like that's so what I would now, pop on in the background. Now I'm like full trying to fully catch oh, yeah. up. I mean I'm I'm fully up to date, but I need to go back into the seasons because then there's so much backlog of who these people were in the past and everything too because yeah you know i go in and i'm like these are my favorites like right now but if i say that then certain people are like oh my god they were terrible three seasons ago and i'm like i don't know anything except what's currently up to date and i know just how i feel about tom well (laughs) and also it's just like your opinion changes over time because like i watched the show six years seven years ago and just like who i was was different so like i just didn't 
I like I think I remember liking pretty much everyone on the show and now I watch it and I'm like I hate pretty much <laughs> everyone on the show like I, all these people are terrible and toxic like so I don't know I think your opinion just shifts shifts over time too with what you're going through of like yeah. did you see the Howie Mandel interview oh definitely <laughs> that was no it's funny because when I li- when the Howie Mandel interview came out it was good timing when they put it out because it was before, like, I don't know, the last three or four episode episodes of Vanderpump. So when I listened to the interview, I was like, look, is a lot of this getting swept under the rug? Like, Howie doesn't really know what's going on. But like, also, OK, I hear what Tom, what Sandoval is saying. Like, I do get it. Like, it did kind of ground me a little bit in reality where I was like, OK, zooming out from the you know, Bravo, TikTok, and Instagram channels. Like, okay, zooming out big picture. All right, this puts things in perspective. But watching the last, like, three episodes of the show and watching some of the stuff unfold that he was talking about, like the sperm donor shit and the, um, you know, and uh, just watching his dynamics with oh, Ariana, watching him lie about oh my Raquel God. spending the night and then Raquel telling the truth about spending the night and then and then watching Ariana defend both of them. Like all of that was not stuff that they were talking about no. in the interview. And so that completely, to, to be honest, after the interview, I was like, all right, I hear where he's coming from. The last few episodes, though, really shook that out of the oh. water. Oh, <laughs> so intense. See, when I was watching the interview, my blood, like, my blood was boiling because all I could think about is I was like, this son of a bitch oh. is so strategic. Yeah. There is a reason that he went on Howie's. Like, oh, I know. And people were like, Vanderpump people were saying, oh, why would he go on Howie's? I'm like, I'm like, what do you mean? Why would he? I'm like, like this that is, makes. It's so strategy. Like, he's going to go on Howie Mandel's podcast that there's family friends involved and that Howie doesn't know anything about the franchise. Yeah. So he's not going to be asked the questions to hold him accountable. And he's going to be able to skirt by and give this like gross narrative. And I'm like, oh. And so I was watching it in the rage because I'm like, the strategy on this man is terrifying. You know, his strategy's ho- his strategy's trash. It's trash, but it's also <laughs> just so gross. Where yeah. you're like, "Oh my god, you're going to you're making this move." So, <sighs> you're going to you're going to try to do this thing of like, "Listen everybody, I'm going to I'm going to hold myself accountable in these ways and oh go my tell god. my story." And it's like, "Yeah, you're going to do it on a platform where you know you're not going to get held accountable." And I was surprised at Howie's daughter like I mean, I wasn't expecting her to grill him because I understand the context of the interview, interview, but I was even surprised she wasn't like, no, dad, like they didn't just kiss like Raquel and Sandoval were sleeping together. <laughs> I know, I was like like somebody, that was that was, was like, a big one for me. I was like, somebody like, why is something? no one just saying like, no, they weren't. They didn't just kiss on the porch. This was like an ongoing like a, this was a sexual lengthy sexual affair. Yeah. And lengthy. emotional too. Yeah, like I mean, all of it. I mean, I guess he was the one who brought forth you know, them FaceTiming all the time and stuff like that. But yeah, also who's to say the only reason that that they know now all this about Raquel and Tom is because Ariana found it all out. And because Raquel, I'm like, did Sandoval and Raquel not get on the same page about what they're going to lie about? Wasn't that odd to you? Like when she spent the night and she's like, no, I spent the night and just tells Lisa. Dude, there, there are some moves going on. That What's I'm, happening? I'm so confused. I don't know if you saw Tom recently uh, had his show that he couldn't sell tickets for. And I saw footage of the show. And at one point he sing, you know, he sings covers yeah. and he was singing Stacy's mom and he always cha- changes it to Schwartz's mom yeah, has yeah, got it yeah, going yeah. on. And at one point he sings, um, uh, Schwartz's mom has got it going on. Uh, Raquel, Raquel, can't you see that you're not the girl for me? 
And he threw her name in there. And I'm like, what are you trying to do right now? Are you now like, what are you doing? (laughs) It's just like the moves that are happening are out of control. Do you think maybe Raquel was trying to get him caught so that then they could be together? I don't know. Like, why would she? I just don't get like why she was like, did they not confer that she was going to lie about spending the night at his house? Like, that's the part that I'm really perplexed about. Yeah, You're like, don't you have a conversation the next morning and say like, hey, you say this, you say this. And we'll unless, be on it the was same at, page. unless it was at the point where like maybe in that particular instance, you know, maybe they didn't actually hook up. And so then she's just like, yeah, I mean, I did spend the night. I don't know. It was just that was that was really bizarre to me. And I was trying to figure out that I, I and that's I, why I was like, is she trying to get him caught because she wants to be with him? Maybe. I know there's all the footage of her always at his shows. Very, very front row. Oh my god! That, and that was really the thing too. If Ariana had been bullying uh, Raquel like all the other girls were, I think I, it wouldn't be so heartbreaking. But Ariana is so nice to her, and it's like defending her character Dude, like again and again in the recent episodes. And I'm like, no, oh it's, my it's, god, it's so horrific that this Ugh. woman is literally like standing by her side. Also, as she's going through the fucking ringer and dealing with everything she's dealing with. And she knows that her dude is lying to her. And regardless, she's and like... lying to her about multiple things. Like about him not leaving the party on the day that she found out her grandma died. And him being like... She'd be like, you said you were in the bathroom. Like, and he's like, oh. <laughs> he's the worst liar. <laughs> when you, oh, my God. I was like, this man is drenched in sweat right now and changing his narrative every two seconds. And even regardless of that, Ariana's being such a good friend that she's just like, no, Raquel wouldn't. She wouldn't. I am so excited to hear from Ariana because I believe the way that Ariana has handled this has been like top tier, like not saying anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah living her life yeah and is like bitches i'm not doing a single interview just wait for the fucking reunion yeah and i just can't wait and i pray she lights the goddamn studio on fire that's all that i hope and pray and that's the thing i know a lot of people are i've heard people complaining like oh let's just get to the reunion you know but i'm like um i want to see this all play out like a hundred percent i want to see all the backstory i want to get all my you know, I want to know all the facts. I can't believe people backstory. are just waiting for the re- like because the past few episodes have shown everything that's been also, going the reunion's on. Reunion's honestly probably just going to be depressing at the end of the day. Like it's prob not depressing, but for me, it's probably. I mean, it's probably going to be everyone screaming at uh, Raquel and Sandoval for probably <laughs> three episodes, which I'm kind of like, all right, I can watch like 15 minutes of that, but we're going to watch like. Three hours of them getting thrown to the dogs, which you know they both deserve. But at the end of the day, it's like, oh, how much of it can I personally watch? But I don't know. Though, it's Andy good. Cohen, and we all know might that if anyone steps up in a reunion, it's Andy Cohen. Did you watch the season of Love Is Blind? No. Okay. I need you to watch it because I simply need you to watch the reunion. I heard a lot of people say the reunion was like surprisingly mature. Do you agree with that or no? I think the a thousand percent the. uh the cast members mm. were it was extremely mature yeah like everyone it also had been a year since they had ended filming that's what they always do with love is blind huh it's like crazy which is easy long which filming. definitely changes the dynamic of the reunion because most of these people oh, it's, it's crazy the amount of people that. that like yeah i don't want to ruin anything for you i, I, mean, I won't be watching okay <laughs> i will not, not be that watching. i don't care but you know, this uh, new content to keep up with that's all the true time. that's true so so many of the couples stayed together oh interesting and they've been married this whole time uh-huh. and it's successful and 
they were it's all like okay yeah we've been in love and together for a year so the other cast members where there was drama they were all kind of like yeah we've talked and it's okay we forgive each other <laughs> boring but the, the hosting is what i was talking about <laughs> it was so out of pocket becca <laughs> you would have been lachey's screaming dying laughing like it was vanessa lachey asked some of the most inappropriate questions she wouldn't get off the train of the baby train and like forcing them to be like, have you been trying? Oh and it was so inappropriate. And everyone was like, and the, the cast members were pushing back on her. They're like, okay, let's not, let's not go there. Like, you don't know what everyone's situation on the stage might be. No. Like, well, this is so, and she was, but then she was also coming for the favorites. So oh. like the people that had been, had pulled some shitty moves on the yeah. season, or at least what we saw with editing yeah. shitty moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Uh, she wasn't coming for them. She was like, lovely. And then the people that everyone loved, she was like, you better own up to you. And you're like, oh my, it was wild. And everyone was so bewildered. No one could handle it. Interesting. Yeah. Wow, well, she was really trying to have her hosting moment, wasn't she? I, there was a, literally, as soon as the uh, reunion dropped, there was a, like, not a GoFundMe, but a, with signatures, why am I blanking? <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're yeah. talking about. But the petitions. The I, petitions yeah. to get her, to get the Lachey's kicked <laughs> off as a host because they're never on the show anyway. Yeah. So it's so removed. And they got so many signatures. Like Netflix ended up putting out a statement and they're like, the Lachey's aren't going anywhere. <laughs> they probably, I wonder if they produced the show. I don't think so. No? No. I picked them as hosts. What the? I don't understand. I really don't. But now at this point, the reunion was such a train wreck with them. I think that as much as people hated it, you almost kind of want to see the train wreck happen again a of little course. bit because now you're curious. You're yeah. like, we have to see it again. But she wasn't, they didn't, I remember watching the first Love is Blind. Like They, they were on the sh- on Love is Blind season one so much more than on the most recent season. They well, weren't they on at being all. crazy at the reunion at all. No. I mean, I remember, you know, we were really making fun of them throughout the whole season, for sure. <laughs> we were. <laughs> for sure. We were, really, but, we were using them as a shtick. I can't lie. <laughs> we were going in. I don't remember them ever being, like, unhinged. Wow. Oh, no. They were. It was wild. Wow. So, another potential opportunity for you, hosting. Oh, there we go. I mean, that would be fun to host a reality show, I guess. I could see you hosting a reality it TV show. Cool. The Reunion. Oh my god, that'd be amazing! I'd probably get a little too carried away. <laughs> you full of Vanessa? I'm You'd like, be like no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you're. <laughs> What's your relationship with your parents been like since this? I think I'd probably go, take it a little too far. Everyone's just sweating in the oh audience. Oh my god, <laughs> that would be an interesting job. Hmm. I feel like you would crush that. What's so okay? Now you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. Are you share due date? Have you shared the due date? Yes, September 30th. Okay. Okay. Oh my God. Air sign baby. Oh yeah. Can you believe? I don't think we've, I've actually talked about that very much. Um, Becca, yeah. how? You know, not how I've been planned. I couldn't plan it any better myself. That's what I'm saying. I know. <laughs> it's like you are. My dreams are coming true. <laughs> People are like, you're going to like traumatize your kids by doing this or that. I'm like, no, we're all air signs. We all get it. <laughs> like, we all understand we each all understand. other. This is the way. This is an air sign household. <laughs> yeah. So Gray's a Libra. I'm a, and for people who don't know, Gray's a Libra. I'm a, you should clip this, Lee. 
Uh, Gray's a Libra. I'm a double Aquarius with a Gemini moon. Ruth is an Aquarius. Frank is a double Gemini. And this baby will also be a Libra. So we just need one more Gemini, and then we're going to have two of each air sign. Whoa. So we just got to plan how the next baby conceived them next September, I guess. I was going to say, I feel like it'll happen. Oh, there will be a fourth for sure. Yeah. I, I, I don't have that. I mean, I think that I just don't have that feeling like that I'm done, you know? I think I would know if it was like my last pregnancy. At least yeah. people talk about that. I that just feeling. don't think it's it doesn't last. feel no and I think it's an odd number I prefer even numbers so you gotta <laughs> you're like I need one. the air signs and the even numbers because then you don't have a then you only have a you have a middle child if you have three that's true if you have four then you kind of have two middle children but you kind of just have two sets of two right yeah isn't that how that works I think so middle child isn't so much of a thing with four right no I guess I haven't really I don't know or people are just like well then or it's double middle, middle. <laughs> But yeah, Frank and Ruth are their own unit. So I'd kind of like to make another like little unit because yeah. I think it's really fun having them. Uh, I don't know if I'd want to do them as close together because I have to say just thinking about like travel logistics and even just like car seats and stuff like that. Like when you get into like three, Dude, four, yeah, that's yeah. when stuff starts getting complicated. Oh my God. You're, I like, hadn't go even thought about that. Like going to the grocery store. Like you start thinking about that stuff and you're like, that's a lot. You're like. I guess now the kids are a little bit older, but you're like, how? where am I going to put them? Yeah, well, literally with this third one, because Gray only has one row of back seats like in his truck, I had to order like these super slim car seats so that we can fit three car seats in the back row oh of his car. God. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to fit all of them. So there are like actual logistical <laughs> considerations you have to think about when you like move up from I'm two. I'm like not planning Definitely ahead. Definitely <laughs> more than three. Yeah. So the funny thing is, though, is I had just got my car that has the optional third row in like I bought that in like November. It's so like you knew. I know. And so for now that, I can seat seven people in and my for car. That fourth. Yeah. Do you have so. a birth plan? Um, we always I'm, put that in quotations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm doing planning on another home birth. Um, have a different midwife this time just because my old midwife was she was like a 50 minute drive. She was down in Lake Forest. Oh, so that was damn, just kind okay. of a bitch to go to appointments. And, you know, the kids are old enough where they want to be a part of it. But this new my midwife this time around, she comes to your house and does all the prenatals. Oh, which is amazing. So, fun. so like at the house, you know, she'll do, she's doing your blood draw, doing the Doppler check, all that kind of stuff. And so she's really good at like incorporating the kids. And she's like, three thousand dollars cheaper than my last midwife so that's okay. nice too <laughs> saving a little money oh my so, gosh yeah. so that's just gonna go and um she's two of my good friends have had her as their midwife and really like her so that's the plan i'm so i can't wait to hear about the birth i know because I, I know last birth was so impactful was for you it was great this time my only prayer is i'd really like to have a birth during the day this time because like just tiring and i had him at 3 a.m and i'd like what time did you have ruth at um i had her at 10 a.m so i guess that was technically the day but, but that was all through the night yeah it felt yeah it felt like the early morning um but just because i'd like the kids to be involved i'd like it I mean it would be really nice to like go into labor in the morning when you wake up and then just like labor through the day and have the baby in the evening and like go to bed and that would be great 
And I Ruth love loves babies so much. Yes. So I know. I mean, we would probably wake her up even if it was in the middle of the night because I know it's really important to her. So I'm really excited about that. But yeah, that's my one hope. I'd really like to have a day labor during the day. Has she been asking a million questions? She just all like every, I have this app that shows how big baby is. And just every day she's like, how big is the baby? Let's show me on your phone. You know, like every day. Like now I want to see the baby, how big the baby is now. I'm like, it's the same size as yesterday. <laughs> There's only one picture a week on this app. So she's, yeah, that's kind of her big thing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's going to be so sweet with the age difference mm-hmm. and everything. There's a little though still. I think that they're like kind of getting bored of it at this point because now it's been <laughs> like, like four months it. about the baby, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like, well, it's going to be another like they're four like, months. I thought the baby hatched exactly. in like a week. No, they so kept being where's like, the baby? Yeah, like when the midwife first came to our house recently, like Frank was like, you know, like, because like sometimes we'll play doctor and baby or whatever and so he's like I'll hold your hand like I think he thought I was gonna like deliver the baby and I was like no not having the baby right now (laughs) so I think now yeah it's been four months about talking about the baby coming and especially when you're seeing mom's belly every day and it's like still pretty small I think at this point they're like okay is this really happening it's like telling your kids that that are that age that you're gonna go on vacation in 250 days and they're just like like at Christmas (laughs) time yeah Yeah, it's like and they're counting down they're like doing the crossing out on the calendar (laughs) and then after about like a month's worth of it (laughs) the vacation's never coming that's never gonna happen it's never gonna happen so I think that's kind of the point they're actually out right now or they're just kind of like this baby thing is is this really going to come to fruition so and how's Grayston good he's doing good yeah um I think for him too it is also conceptual still of course (laughs) it always is not really real for for anyone (laughs) um unless you're following along even when you're following someone on the internet I feel like sometimes you're like oh my god they've been pregnant for like 15 months like you know we've seen so many bumps. it goes one of two ways to me Uh it's either like they've been pregnant for a hundred years or holy shit they just said they were pregnant now there's a baby yeah 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 which I feel like is gonna feel that that way with me and you a little bit I'm just like oh my god you're already this far along I know I know I I could have felt away too it's almost halfway oh my god too fast so crazy I know but he's good yeah 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 good yeah good 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 yeah so when we ended our podcast I do know final episode we were kind of talking about like what direction life is gonna go yeah and you were kind of like I don't know how are you feeling now? <laughs> Is it still, still the don't, same? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I, I don't know. I think I, I think I feel the same. Really? Uh-huh. What about you? I mean, still been podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> same here. <laughs> no, you know what? I, I will say this. I have felt um, over the past few months a big shift in my like day-to-day perspective I think I'm getting better at trying to slow my mind down a little bit like don't get me wrong the anxiety's still ripping like it's still there but I'm getting better at like savoring Mm day-to-day and like we were just talking about time I think how fast it goes scared me for so long and I feel like I'm starting to kind of be like no you really need to just enjoy today and soak up today So I feel like I don't really know where life's going to go, like where we're at right now. I love I I love doing everything with Evan and he's, you know, still doing his work. And for a while we were like, we're going to move out of L.A. And I'm actually feeling kind of back at home 
in yeah. LA a little bit. Um, and I'm just kind of feeling like I don't have a feeling of game planning at all. Yeah. Which feels very new to me because even though, like you were saying, very fly by the seat of the pants last minute, I still would have like ultimate game plan. Yeah. And right now I'm kind of like, it's tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Just go into tomorrow, go into the next day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely. That feels good right now. Yeah. Now, you know, cut to six months. Maybe I'll be like, fuck, I need a plan. <laughs> there needs to be some sort of direction. Yeah. But I'm like, as of right now, I am enjoying it here. Ember loves her school. And I'm feeling like through anxiety and whatever, like mental health struggles, I'm still feeling like a sense of peace. And I felt that way, you know, for maybe the past like eight months, you know, and I feel like a lot of our conversations spawn that for me where it's like, let's talk about like what we want. And even if what we want is like, I don't know, that's okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think that I guess, yeah, I don't really see anything. I don't really know what I want to do in the like next year or so. And I mean, having another baby and then, you know, also just having Gray's business in Long Beach. Like, I don't think we're going anywhere anytime relatively soon. I, I would just like to um, I guess it's kind of. I just would I, I just honestly would like to live with less stuff and I'd like to live more outside. So I would at some point you know, like to do something a little more extreme, like, you know, yes. try. <laughs> I think I, I, I do want that, you know, because I, um, I mean, I, I, I struggle with two sides where one, you know, I'm like, well, it's always easy to live a more monastic life, lifestyle, right? And separate yourself from everything because that's easier than f- achieving balance with right where you're at. Huh. You, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. Like it's always easier to go cold turkey than find balance with the things that are Ooh, already... It's a truth bomb. In yeah, your life. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I I struggle with that because I'm like, okay. And, and I am trying to... Uh, obviously incorporate those aspects of a pure, this pure lifestyle that I want to have one day incorporate that more and challenge myself more to be like well how can I live that out in small ways like right where I'm at right now instead of seeking this you know it's not really what I want but you know how it is with people who are like when I go to live on a 40 acre farm out in Montana then I'll, you know no yeah yeah, yeah. So, thousand percent. like so many of us do but I think, you know, I'm I want to challenge myself and challenge others. Like, how can we make changes right where we're at? But I just for myself, I would. Yeah, I would uh, oftentimes I'm just like, ugh, I just want to like let's get there's there's clutter around the house. Like, let's just fucking get rid of it. Like, and I actually have been doing more of that, even just with like, I love, you know, my decor and stuff (laughs) like that. Yeah. Where I'm just like get rid of it whatever I'll like sell it to someone else who's gonna love it on their wall like I don't need the visual clutter anymore like let's just keep trying to move things out um but at the same time you know it's it's I love living in Long Beach and I love living in the city I love where we live I love LA love Southern California 
and love so much about it. But also, you know, when you are living in a culture that's constantly bombarding you with messages about your appearance, about your consumption, yeah. about your house, about like it, like everywhere, you can't even drive anywhere without having like a thousand messages like, you know, bombarding you and your kids with. Um, I do want to like spend some time separating myself from that. So I don't know, sometime in the next couple of years, I would love to even if it's not that far away i would just like to to live more out i would like to just be more outdoors and have a home that's more incorporated with like the outdoors and less stuff i 100 like downside yeah downsize. i 100% get the uh we we're talking about with the messages piece yeah. too i've been like feeling that one real deep lately i've been feeling i felt like pretty consistent for a while like I felt like I was able because you know it's like where we live it's so much the hub of just like materialism yeah and, you know certain beauty standard like all this is getting shoved down your throat 24 7 um I felt for a good amount of time I was able to kind of ignore that yeah and just kind of go through life like knowing With the blinders. truth yeah <laughs> the better would put those blinders and be like this isn't real but lately, I'm feeling it again. I know. Where it's like seeping in. And I'm just like, bitch, get out of here. And sometimes it'll just be day to day. Like one day you're yeah. like feeling all good. And then the next day you're just like, I need more. Yeah, I'm just like the insecurities all of a sudden are creeping in. And like, let's be real. It's probably, you know, as I get closer to 35, like all of my ads are just like, <sighs> you're getting old. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. Tell me about and it. And it starts to like, tr you know, trip you out. And I'm always having to remind myself. I'm like, Jess. What would you say? In, what do you say in a conversation with your child? Yeah. Bottom line, like speak to yourself the way that you're talking to your kid. Well, yeah. And even on that note, you know, I'm always telling my daughter, like, well, you don't need more baby dolls. And then I see like this quilted jacket, even if it's vintage or not. And I'm like, <laughs> I need it now. It's like, you already have four quilted jackets. I don't care. It's part of my this organic alpaca. You know, it's like, doesn't matter. You like, even if it's, and, and that's something that I've been working on is, you know, even if it's just with my consumption stuff because I think that's where I love shopping and I love buying stuff and I know it's not inherently evil but also I am constant I love shopping and finding new things but I am also which I'm sure you can relate to constantly looking around my house going why do we have all this crap oh my god it's plaguing my life well I mean it's like my room is just <laughs> stacked with just so how's many the room things. how's the room going well Becca here's the thing about the room. <laughs> The thing about the room is this: um, we did, we had an intervention. Put the box, and I put the box, and I ship the box back to but yeah, and I smash it with a hammer. I can feel it. <laughs> By the way, oh my god, Zach's season that you didn't watch—they didn't show Uncle Pat at all. That's a Maybe whole other he thing. Was like, I don't want to be a part of this. No, apparently they filmed an episode with him and they cut that part out. And he did like a puppet show with the ladies. And I'm like, you're not going to show us Uncle Pat's puppet show? How dare you? How? Actor and voice actor extraordinaire? <laughs> Buddy? Oh my. What the? Okay. Anyway. How? Anyway. Sorry. <sighs> so I'm just and trying I to. I thought they couldn't slip any farther. I know. I know. They, what is this production doing? I don't know. Okay. Becca, if you think they'd want ratings and they cut out putty. <laughs> So I don't know what they're thinking. Anyways, I'm trying to distract from my room. Um, but 
we made some serious headway. Yeah. And my sister came out yeah. and we crushed. I and I was like, oh my God, look at the floor, yeah. look at the walls. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't have to traverse yeah. anything anymore. And I'm like, I'm going to put a very small bed in here. Oh, yeah. And like, or maybe I'll put a little office. Um, <laughs> it's made its way back a little bit. <laughs> so we need to do some re rehashing of cleaning. We need a system. Now, I will say this. It's not new stuff. Yeah. It's just everything is now a tornado. Well, I know, understand that because it's like, you know, I'll reorganize the linen closet and then like, yeah, the next six weeks of me just shoving sheets and just pushing them in there and closing the door because I'm in a rush. Yeah. I and get, then suddenly, you know, you're like, this looks like shit because I, I have not been taking any care to maintain this thing that I put time into. A thousand percent. Yeah, I blame get that. people. We've had like numerous family members and people who have stayed at our house yeah, over that, the past yeah. few weeks. And I blame them because yeah. I take any box or anything and I just shove it in the room as I'm trying to clean while they're coming over. Because, of course, I'm cleaning very last minute and they're yeah. going to be here in five minutes. Yeah. So I'm shoving it all in yeah. there. And then, you know, that's. It happens. Yeah, it does happen. But every time I walk in there, I'm like, bitch, you need to get your life together and minimize because... I know. Well, that's the thing. You can organize. And then also sometimes it's just easier to just fucking get rid of it. I know. I got I I donated so many outfits. So many outfits. And there's way more that I could do, too, that I just couldn't let go of. That I'm like, I don't... These don't fit. They don't fit anymore. You should should hire someone. And they're never going to fit again. And I just need to give them away. But I'm like, oh, but they're so pretty. I know. And what if I need them? No. And sometimes (laughs) what I do, too, is I put it on hand because I'm like, oh, I'll sell these because these are like, you know, expensive. But then you never get around to it. And so ultimately, it's like you probably should just take it to freaking Crossroads or donate it or whatever. Just Just get it it out. Get it out. I need to get it out. (laughs) Oh, man. So anyway, yeah, I understand that feeling because it's just like. But anyway, it's that war between the two. So I'm even just trying to be like, bitch, stop buying stuff. But I can't help myself. That's just the narrative. Constantly. And have my phone where I can I can order, I can order anything on my phone to be at my house in two days. One day, even maybe even same day. Yeah. If you were in a situation where that there wasn't that ability. It's not just like clothes and stuff, too. I mean, I know it's less problematic, but or, you know, less less of becomes less of a problem. But, you know, even me being like. What supports the liver? Cod liver oil. All right, I'll order cod liver in my house today. <laughs> oh, it can come tonight by 9 p.m. Cod liver oil. Boom. You know? Like, let's just let's just order a whole pallet of it. <laughs> yeah. Ship 20 bottles. I mean, it's like, even if it's one bottle of cod liver oil, if I'm doing that a couple times a week, you know, I'm creating chaos for myself. Where am I supposed I to put all these bottles of supplements? What the hell am I supposed to do? So maybe you all get off the grid for, like, a year or two. No, no, no. Let's not go crazy. Off the. What are we talking when we say off the grid? Does that mean off the... We're talking... Have you ever seen the show Alone? <laughs> Why would I do that without cameras? Ew. The last couple weeks, I've gone on a couple hikes where I've like looked around and I'm like, if someone like dropped me here with nothing, like I would die. I know. It's I would die. Crazy. I have no idea. How am I going to like get eat animals or trap anything? I don't know if any of these plants are edible. Oh, I... You realize how little you really know. Don't get me started on when I go and I stay in Orange County with my mom and I'm like, I need Ubers everywhere and I can't get an Uber. 
and it takes 20 minutes or, and I'm blood red and I'm like, why am I so mad right now? But I'm used to, I'm like in LA, I can get an Uber in two minutes. And now here I'm having to be patient for just a moment. And I'm like, it's trash here. <laughs> I'm so mad. And I'm like, bitch, get your shit together. It's 20 minutes that you're waiting for a ride. No, talk about this. Is there anything more panicky than being out in LA or in or Orange County and your phone dies? And me? I don't carry my wallet anywhere anymore because I have freaking Apple Pay. So I'm like, my I just phone figured dies? out Apple Pay. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, I, it's, I'd be, I'm way too reliant on it. The bank cashier like, was like, you know, you can put your phone up to the thing. And I was like, oh my God, the, oh, the new millennium. <laughs> I, I couldn't it believe it. Everything except it's I get amazing. pissed because at the gas station, most of the time, the Apple Pay doesn't work at the tanks. But anyway, so I don't even carry my wallet around anymore. So if my phone dies, I'm like, I have no idea how to get anywhere. No idea. And I, I can't pay for anything. Like, no, I'm lost. Thank God my car has GPS. I can, like, type in an address. It's terrifying. Be screwed. It's terrifying. I told you the one time that I was out late with friends and we were at some random person's apartment and I got stuck. Yes, that was... I was getting someone... I was walking a friend down to their Uber yes. and... I got locked out of the apartment and I didn't know it was some random person's apartment that everyone was hanging out. And I didn't know the person's name, the number of the apartment, the code to get, back to the get in and my phone died. And it was the middle of the night. And I was like, well, and did you know anyone's, oh was it Katie God. there? Did you know her number? Did you know anyone's number or did that was there well, like by heart? I actually didn't know. Kate. No, I didn't know anyone's See? number. And, and that's the other I, thing. We don't know anyone's number by heart except for like true. our partners. I don't even know my mom's new number because it's a new oh, number no. by heart. You know Evans, right? That. Yeah, I do know yeah, that yeah. one. But, you know, the guy doesn't pick up often. I'll be real with you. Especially not. It's like he's going to be asleep it's in the middle of the night. Oh, I've what been, are you gonna do? I've gotten home before. Call 911. <laughs> Girl, I've gotten home before and when I've been out late and I forgot my key and I'm calling him five million oh times God. and he won't pick up. And then I'm literally stuck outside the house and I'm like, I guess I'll just sleep on the front porch. Like, I don't know what... I mean, he won't answer. Whenever I go visit my parents, that's what happens. They lock me out and I don't have a key. And then <laughs> I'm guys. like, I'm like, do I have to like crawl over the back fence and knock on their bedroom window and freak them out? Because yeah, like, I don't no want to traumatize. The phone. But no, when <sighs> your phone dies, I'm like, I'm stuck outside this apartment and I don't know anyone's numbers, but there wasn't even a phone available. It was just the no middle of the night. And I was like, I'm terrified right that's now. Scary. Like, this is so scary. Luckily, a very late night Postmates worker came after about 45 minutes and I like, begged them to let me in which he wasn't supposed to because yeah, he doesn't know i'm so random probably, like dressed up imagine if you were like in sweats you know like looking all schlubby or yeah, something like, there's no way i'm letting this person in. and i just followed him in and then i just guessed i was knocking it was oh my god but i have learned oh my god. and i carry a portable charger with me now that's smart mm -hmm. now the problem is what happens when organized. that portable charger dies <laughs> When I when I for sure forget to plug that in and then I'm left with the portable charger and it has no charge. Yeah, I've been in that situation before where you're like, I don't have my car. I don't have like I can't call any like what do I this is this is naked and afraid. I'm LA also edition. like, why aren't there more like I feel like there'd be more bits about this. Isn't anyone isn't everyone in this situation all the time? Like my like, phone's always on like eleven percent also. Phone's the same. Always dying. Always dying. Like, but like people deal with this all the time. Why aren't people talking about this more? Yeah. In fact, it was funny. I did see whose post was I watching today? They talked about how they um, left their wallet at home and ran out of gas. And they like had to ask someone at the gas station to like pay for their gas. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. I hope that humanity was good that day. They, it, they were. That's but, good. you know, that happened to me with getting air in my tires the other day oh my tire be free 
no, no, no. Uh, I didn't know how to do oh, it. Oh, because Evan had always been that. with me, or friends had always been with me, and I had to figure out how to do it, and I had to like go in. Did you have your phone though? You can YouTube that. I, I did partly, yeah. so at least I okay, yeah. think if my phone was dead. <laughs> oh my god! But I went. In, I went into the gas station and I took. I just ate some humble pie, and I was like, "Can you help me? Does anyone have any suggestions?" <laughs> and they were like, "We can't leave our post, so we can kind of try to help and you." And then once you like, oh wow, this is kind of stupidly easy. Yeah, I, after I YouTubed it, <laughs> but I still think I did it wrong. <laughs> it really? felt uneven. <laughs> Yeah, I was driving like this. <laughs> I know, and then I'm always like, "Is that in my head, or is my car actually uneven?" You I know? think if my car was uneven. Evan got in it, and he was like, "Don't know what you did in this <laughs> car, but you've got like a you've got a monster truck tire on one side." <laughs> he was out of town, so when he came home, he was like, "You've been driving this." I was like, <laughs> "A little bit, but we made it. We Ain't arrived. No flat tires. That's all that matters. We right. arrived." So if you live off the grid, oh, yeah, oh yeah, or m- more like in a little like not a city you'll probably have to what if i did a challenge where i did like an a year of no online shopping oh my god you love a challenge and i'm not just talking about like clothes like what if i just couldn't you know because i got it you know order random shit rock salts you know like just stuff i need Dude, around the house no online clippers. shopping for a year would be really hard and i'm like you said i'm not thinking about like oh spending just for the vanity of it like essentials no online shopping would be tough you know like i order toilet paper online probably get honestly you'd probably get used to it pretty fast probably like after a month or two you'd be like well i'm just gonna go drive to walgreens it's like three minutes away it's true i do a you lot know? of my shopping at cvs <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, like my, most of my essentials it, it probably i think it would be hard for me with like a special damn that's hard but like specialty things if you want your special cod liver oil like you're ha- gonna have to go to 15 different stores to see oh, it's so annoying or like you know my big thing is i love reviews online so right like i want to find the car seat that everyone says is the best but then I'm going to have to like look up and try to find a store where they have it in stock. That is a challenge. That's annoying. You look up the reviews, you decide on the one online, and then you, then to- you resist purchasing online. I know then, but that is That's crazy. So like, like the car seats I just got, I'm like, where? I wonder where they'd have the Wavy in stock in store. You might have to a drive. A lot of like brands are minutes. only online now, too. That's part they- of the challenge. <laughs> wow. I should do that, though. That would probably because then that's going to make you think twice. You're like, I really need these cars. No, it's true. I have to drive 45 minutes to go get them. Forget it. Or just random stuff too, where you're like, I guess I don't need that. Maybe I should go look for the nail clippers instead of ordering another pair. You know, I have an idea. Hmm. Just get a bunch of shit before you tell everyone you're starting the challenge. (laughs) Anticipate. Anticipate my hobbies and practical needs for the next year. Binge beforehand, and then be like, "Guess what, everyone? I'm not online shopping for an entire year." And then you have you don't ever reveal your garage. That's a good idea. My garage already is full of crap. I'm like, how did this happen? Where do I guess you guys don't have a garage though? Because this is your garage. That's part of the problem with the room. That's true, and we so don't actually, have a lot of props storage. to you because you don't have any outdoor storage. Because we do have a garage to put stuff. So yeah, this is the studio is the garage, so we don't really have any. We don't have too much. No, uh, and storage. you don't have a lot of stuff in here. So honestly, don't be too hard on yourself. Thank you. Just get a Daryl's mini storage. 
unit. Oh, just that's, kidding. Don't go there. Like, that's a dark don't, route. Don't, 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 don't give me that option. All of a sudden, you're like, why is Jess always at the store? And I'm just buying more and more units. I'm just <laughs> filling it with stuff. I was driving through, um, like, you know, the grapevine down the five, and I was just noticing, like, more and more, like, mini storage units. And these are, like, in the middle of nowhere. I'm like, who's using these? There's storage units right across the street. So now, don't, now I'm feeling no. tempted. Don't. Nope. Clear it from my nope, mind. Nope. <laughs> Star Wars <laughs> race. You know what is crazy though? When they auction off those storage units, when someone doesn't pay anymore oh, or when they die. Are you talking about storage wars? Yeah, but it was mean, one of the best buy, shows of all time. But you can just like that happens like you know all the time, not just on the show. This or, like one will go up for sale. This is a new tempting endeavor. Doesn't that sounds so fun? You should do that for youtube no. content <laughs> then i'm just stuck with crap and the problem already should... is like if i think something's cool too i'm like oh i want that and then i don't need it you should do it for youtube content. and then i oh <laughs> that would be fun just randomly purchase depressing because this is the other thing jess if you then you buy the unit and it's just crap and it's like sentimental like people oh, just think no. about this now it's your responsibility you open a cardboard box of family photos and you're like, so I guess I have to hold on to these because yeah, I'm not going to throw these in a dumpster. God damn it. No, See, that's changed. depressing. And that's probably what most of it would be like. Is you're like, oh, this collection of like shitty plastic dolls that now I have to like, that no one's going to want at the thrift store. And now I just have to like throw them away. And I couldn't. I'd feel too sad. That's horrible. Yeah. I don't want to get rid of someone's memories. I can't be the one to do that. I can't be God. No, I can't play God. I went to an estate sale once. It was the last day of the estate sale. And so they were wrapping up. It was like the third day. And they brought in a big old dumpster thing, like a big one, like the size of a house. And they just started grabbing everything from the house, putting in the dumpster, putting in the dumpster, putting in the dumpster, like cabinets and shit, too. It was sad. That's so depressing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. God, well, on that sorry. depressing note, <laughs> the mood with that one, with that depressing note, um, <sighs> before I let you go, you are a YouTube sensation now. Oh my God! See, YouTube's just so much work. Though that's another thing I miss about the podcast. Isn't you like? I mean, what's cool is you can go through and edit it now out and be like, Ugh, I repeated myself. Like that's redundant. You know make myself sound super concise and well-spoken and I never say it. Take out all the times I say like or um and like, wow, look at me. But it just takes a lot of work. Yeah. So, but that's fun. I'm having fun on YouTube. I'm sure that the, I mean, outlet. Worth, listen, if you're not going to get those reality TV things uh, pitched and, and running, you have options to do it on I YouTube. Know. I just need to like hire someone to follow us around with cameras. Do you remember when Crystal did that? What was it called? Oh, Glitter and Goose. Glitter and Goose, yeah. yeah. They were like trying to make their own reality show. You should call her. See, I know. I'm like, who was filming any... that? Yeah, they yeah. were like literally doing like ITMs and stuff, I think. Dude, for get that. those people on the phone. <laughs> for real. This is your new future, How much Glitter could they and Goose. Them? <laughs> that would be awesome. You'd be like, just call Crystal and be like, can I take the name? <laughs> I mean, that's the thing I will say about, like, you realize how much people put into work with vlogs on YouTube because, like, sometimes I'll just be like, oh, I, I forgot to, like, bring the camera and you're like, no, I'm supposed to be, like, getting this moment and you have to, like, whip it out. It's kind of like Every a lot. person I know who does vlogging on YouTube is like, 
bro. It is takes a long time to get like a 10 minute vlog. Like yeah, it's like days it, it worth really of does. filming, but it goes by so fast. People are like, do it more. And you're like, it takes a long time. <laughs> it does. And but I do think the nice thing about it is like when you do have a little camera, it's not the same as like being on your phone. So I don't really mind with the kids or anything because it's like and the one I have is like literally this big. So then it's like, you know, when you're bringing it around to Disneyland or whatever, it's like not obtrusive and it's not really like taking away. I feel like from your experience as a family so i think that's the positive side of it but yeah you just have to like remember it and be intentional like oh this could be content you know film it well get a clip it's in the notes everybody it's in the episode notes becca's youtube thank you thanks for coming and hanging out with me and updating on life it's just crazy (sighs) i can't believe it's been six months and i'm so excited to just chat with you and see how the next few months goes and I'm excited to listen to your guys' Vanderpump uh, recaps. I'm very excited Finally, to dive show into them. I watch. I can't <laughs> wait. Well, speaking of that, charity season, bachelorette season is starting. And, you know, we would love if you and Grayston joined us on Cast Bios. Oh, if my can. God. That would be fun. I'm like, we need you guys on a Cast Bio app. That would be super fun. Okay. I'm like, I don't even know who Charity is. So this will be She's great. amazing. You're going to love her. But, great. you know, we'll be talking about her men. Okay. Which the guys' cast bios are always my yeah, favorite. Yeah, they are good. They are so good. Oh, I love that. I need your mind reading abilities, your face reading abilities, excuse me, because let me let me tell you what. Yeah, how was Clues and Pace Case on, on the on the mind reading? Well, they were they were fantastic. But also, Clues had to be careful because he coached numerous players, oh. so he couldn't say oh. as much. I'll tell you what, my face reading skills, not so great. Really? Discover that. Yeah. <laughs> definitely discovered that I was like, yeah, Becca would face read. And then I'd be like, oh, yeah, maybe this and go off of that. Yeah, I think we were a good duo with but that. But my, uh, my initial face reading, not so good. <laughs> so, so were you guys spot on about anybody? One or nah. two people we nailed, but like not where we've had in the past where you were like, oh, I know their entire biography like just by looking. behind the eyes. Yeah. Speaking of which, oh, my management signed Greg Grippo to my to our <laughs> roster. I'm still recovering from that, but I'll get over it. 2023, baby. It's a new year. <laughs> Changes in the works. You see us at like a retreat together, like posing. I know. I'm like, I can't wait to see that photo of you and Greg posted somewhere one day. <laughs> <laughs> it's me and Greg and Victoria like getting drinks. It's a new world. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, thank you for having me. I love on. you so much. Oh. And it was so lovely. Yes, and thank um you for me on. I love your beautiful studio. Thank you so much. And we'll see you at Cast Bios, bitch. <laughs> Bye everybody. Love you.